<laughs> it's a good thing you'd have to be smart to run your own company. Broadcasting live from go. Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a groovy little podcast that gives you a first-person look into what it's like to call Sin City your home. Yes. It's the Living in Las Vegas yes. podcast. That sounds good. Here we go. Out. Highway drivers are to be watched. Okay, let's see. Hey, look at that. Welcome, everybody, to the Living in Las Vegas podcast here on the Vegas Video Network. Oh, you're very kind. Hey, congratulations, because you're watching or listening to the longest-running podcast about Vegas that actually originates from Vegas, which means that whether you're a local or a tourist, it doesn't matter, because this show's like your own secret handshake to all things cool and groovy. Now, our free show is on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 7 o'clock Pacific Time, p.m., at VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Again, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. You know who's got it right? Christina Aguilera, who says, come on over, come on over, baby. Listen, you're going to meet some of the coolest, grooviest people in the live chat. There are some of them right now. There's Sam and Mad Chipmunk and Pops and Mike and Face Jitter and, and Danny and all kinds of groovy people. And here's the thing. Here's the magic about these folks. A couple things. First, I've got people showing up an hour before the live show just so that they can get to know each other again and, and get caught up. We've got people who haven't been in the live chat for a long time back with us now. We're very excited about that. Danny and Neon uh, uh, vacation. And, and the other thing is this. They get to be a part of the show. They get to contribute to the show, and they also get a behind-the-scenes vibe. We started broadcasting, what, you guys, about 20 minutes before the show started. They got to watch us put the show together. And then after the show is done, usually around 8 o'clock or so, we go Vivian 2.0, Vegas Video Network After Dark. That's when we talk about things that we wanted to share with a live chat, but we simply did not want to have on the record. So again, VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live well hello there i'm your host scott whitney konnichiwa buenas noches how you doing hot stuff i'm the founder of the vegas video network so on behalf of all of our shows thank you for your support and on behalf of this groovy little podcast thank you so much for playing along as well all right let's get the let's get started all right so the genesis of this particular episode was brought about from an email, an email from a friend of mine named John Herman from New York City. Now, John is a previous Haddam winner. Uh, we went to, uh, what was it? It was Para, Parasol Down at uh, Wynn Encore. We had a, a Sinatra smash, a girl's drink that was absolutely wonderful. Anyways, John wrote me an email, and here's what John had to say. Hi, Scott. Have you ever heard of a bar called the Dispensary Lounge on East Tropicana? Is the music straight-ahead jazz? Ooh. He goes on to say, I saw Clint Holmes' Christmas show at the Smith Center. Wow! The show was amazing. I was blown away. Every aspect was great. Just when you thought it couldn't get any higher, it did. Afterwards, Clint and Kelly were out in the lobby where you could meet them. If any of the Living in Las Vegas watchers have an opportunity to see Clint Holmes, then do not hesitate to go. So I read this email, and I thought to myself, huh. That's interesting. I like, I like the vibe of that. I like, the, I like the, the cut of your jib. I like the way that, that question comes to me, and it made me think, you know, live music is extremely important to me. Hell, I used to make a living as a musician, so of course I've got a little bit of that in my blood. It's been a while since I've talked about live music, and specifically uh, the venues. So today's topic is my favorite live music venues 
in Las Vegas. And what we're going to talk about is, first, we're going to roam around the valley, kind of see a couple of places. Actually, we have nine places I'm going to talk about. Uh, and then we'll talk about a number of aspects within each venue. So I'll talk about the location, the type of music you can expect to hear there, the vibe of the room, of the, of the location itself. Maybe talk about the food and the beverages, if it makes sense. We'll talk about sound quality. And if it also makes sense, we'll also talk about the costs associated. So let's head on over to the east side. Let's talk about the dispensary lounge, which is a place, again, that uh, John asked about. So the dispensary lounge is located over at East Tropicana and Eastern. It's in a strip mall. And as you can see here, for those of watching the video, um, from the outside, it really doesn't look all that inviting. First time I went in there, or I looked at it, I thought, okay, that seems a little squirrely, but I walked in. So what kind of music? Well, John had it right. This is straight ahead jazz. And quite frankly, it is without question the best jazz bar in all of Las Vegas. As a matter of fact, it's the only bar that I am aware of that's dedicated to just jazz. So all the Las Vegas jazzy monsters go there, hang there, perform there. People who are visiting who are jazzy guys go there, hang there, sometimes perform there. Uh, they do their musical stuff on Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, it's such a jazzy place that the UNLV jazz ensemble plays there on Wednesdays. It's kind of their hang, apparently. Now, the vibe is very dive bar-ish. As a matter of fact, um, they've been voted as best dive bar here in Las Vegas. Thrillist said they're the best jazz lounge, but it's absolutely a dive bar. I you know the last time I was there, which has been some time, um, actually, that wasn't the last time. I think it was the first time I was there. I'm not exactly sure, but I think there was shag carpet. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, you don't see a lot of shag carpet in bars and restaurants, and I'm pretty sure it was shaggy, which I thought was fascinating. Look at this, shag carpet. Um, it's just the coolest place, though, just to hang out and check out live killing jazz folks. Now, how about a little bit of food and beverages? So they actually, their burgers are very well known there. So they got great burgers. The drinks are super strong. Uh, from a sound perspective, listening to the band, you know, this is a jazz thing. So they're not going to blast you out of your chair. It's good. They've got this thing pretty well balanced. They've got it pretty much tuned in. Uh, so you're not going to get blasted. It's, 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 it sounds pretty good. And the cost of things, again, I don't, it's been a while since I've been there, but drinks were, you know, probably 6 to $8. The burger, their big-time half-pound burger, uh, was 8 bucks. So can't, $7.95, I think it is. So if you are a jazz person, if you are into jazz, this is the place that you have to go. All right, let's keep going west a little bit here. Let's stop at the Strip. And we're going to stop first down at Town Square. Um, this is a place that we just discovered. We knew about it for years, but the very first time we went there, Melissa and I went, was uh, three weeks or so, and it's called Stoney's Rockin' Country. Here's the outside of it. It's the backside of Town Square, if you will. Um, and this music, they have both kinds of music. They have country and Western. <laughs> Can you name that movie? We have both kinds of music, country and Western. Uh, and what's interesting about this, it's, it appears to be mostly original music. 
When we went there, there was a very, very good country band, which some people say that's not even possible. But come on, quit being mean. Don't be a hater. Um, and I didn't recognize any of their songs, and they just, they just didn't really do covers. But they were very, very good. I, I kind of liked it. Speaking of original music, this Friday, a band called Yankton, Y-A-N-K-T-O-N, is playing there. And I'm bringing that up because I actually know the guy. Uh, great. It was a great story. Uh, the weekend after October 1st, the shooting, which what was that? 2014, right? Um, we ended up going to Nashville. And uh, by the way, Nashville people, bleh, some of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. Anyways, when we were flying back from Nashville, uh, Mr. Yankton was sitting right next to us. So we got to chatting, up, chatting him up and he was just the nicest guy. He was being flown out by MGM to play at uh, one of the bars there. I forget the name of that little bar, kind of a country bar right off the, uh, the main casino. But he invited us to come by. We did. I got a hat. He was, he's very, very talented. Used to play with Rascal Flatts, I think, or somebody. Anyways, he's doing his own show there on, on Friday. So I'd recommend go seeing him just because he's a super nice guy. So what's the vibe of this place? Now, this is really interesting to me. I, uh, and Danny's saying that Stoney's is a younger crowd. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I get that. Although when we were there, Melissa and I were there, uh, we didn't feel out of place at all. Um, we actually saw it was a pretty wide crowd. But uh, he, she brings up a good point. You can be under 21, I think, and go there. They put a wristband on you and they watch you like a hawk. But I think you can be under 21, which doesn't seem risky at all. Um, okay, so here's the vibe. When we first walked up to this place, there was a line outside. It was a Friday night, probably around 10-ish. I'm not a big fan of lines, but I really wanted to go into this place and see what it was, so we got in line. And the line wasn't because it was packed. The line was because of security. So when you go in this place, you're going to get frisked. And so for the women folk, you're gonna, they're going to look in your purse. And for me, they made me lift up my shirt to look for, I don't know, some kind of weapon. Had I been wearing cowboy boots, they would have looked inside the boot as well. So, you know, it kind of implies they may have had a problem there. I don't know. Uh, security guards are all over the place and they're not, you know, bulky, scary, getting in your face, but they're roaming around the place the whole time. But what really interests me, given that I'm in video, was one time I was just kind of hanging out at the bar and I, or actually it wasn't the bars at a table. And I looked up I saw, uh, you know, a security camera, which is not to be unexpected. And I looked over there and I saw, well, there's another one right there. One, two. Well, well hell, there's another one. Three, four, five. Just above me, there were five cameras. There had to be 20 cameras in that place. So clearly, again, they want to make sure they're seeing every square foot of that, uh, of that place. Now, what I also liked about it is, you know, it's the country feel. Say what you will, whether you like it or not, there is something that's endearing about country music and country music fans and that whole kind of we're all, you know, we're all in this together vibe. So I really liked it. It's a beautiful, beautiful property. Uh, this picture really doesn't do it justice. And if you look, the stage is off to the right there and the giant dance floor is towards the center to the left. We were sitting at basically one of those tables that are right in front of you. But you can see it's very well lit, it's gorgeous. Two giant bars, um, no waiting. We were there, it, was, it wasn't packed, and I'm sure this place gets pretty busy. You know, I would say 80% of the tables were filled, but when I went to the bar to get a drink from Melissa and myself, there was no waiting. Three bartenders all ready to go, you know, boom, 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 nothing to it. 
But what I really liked about it was a couple of things. First, they have a mechanical bowl. Um, and a lot of country places have that. For instance, Gillies over on the Strip has it. But whereas Gillies, I couldn't tell you two times I've actually seen anybody on the bowl. This place, uh, I never saw a time where there wasn't somebody on the bowl. We probably saw 20, 30 people riding this thing. I don't know if it's for free or how it works out, but they were constantly putting people on the bowl, which is fun. So I'm watching the live music, I'm watching the bull, and my favorite part about the country music vibe in this place specifically is line dancing. Man, that is fantastic. Talk about bringing a community together. Line dancing is the coolest thing ever. Now, I don't know how to do it, um, but that doesn't matter because they have lessons. I think it's a couple days a week you can come in and, and learn how to line dance. And you may say to yourself, Scott, that sounds great. It can't be that hard to learn a line dance you're in. Yeah, except there are 20 different line dances out there. I'd see a song and they would all start one kind of line dance. And then another song would go and they would all do a completely different line dance. I'm like, what? Who, how does this work? Who's doing this? Who, who's calling out the dances? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, it was really, really fun to watch. Now, <clears throat> kind of food they have there. They have typical bar food, typical bar drinks. Um, the sound was good. Wasn't too loud. Uh, loud enough to keep the energy going, keep the dancers going, get that vibe going. But if you wanted to lean over and talk to the person that you're next to, it wasn't too terrible to do that. From a cost perspective, there is a cover charge, it looks like. Um, I think for locals, it was $5. I'm not sure what the difference is for locals and tourists. Um, and basically, that cover charge is also related to who the artist is. So I went and looked at the Yankton deal, and their tickets were $5. So I think basically, it's $5 to get in. Um, Drinks were 10 to $12. I think the first drink I got was like a crown and diet. It was 10 bucks. Subsequently, it was 12 bucks. I'm not sure if the first one was a mistake or not, uh, but it, it is one of my favorite places to hang country or not. I just really like the vibe, even though I have to lift up my uh, shirt and to, to make sure I'm not carrying a weapon. All right, let's continue going north on the strip a little bit. Um, one of the things that I discovered when I first moved here, actually before I moved here, is that cover bands here in Las Vegas are the best ever. I've never seen a cover band that wasn't really good or great here in Las Vegas. You know, where I used to live, I saw a lot of really crappy cover bands, um, but not here. And one of the places I first went to when we were looking at buying a house and a place that I really like for cover bands is a, a place called Rhythm and Riffs. This is at Mandalay Bay. This is their main center bar, if you will. And if you look at the picture there, for those in the video, the stage you can see is up on the right side and you see typical lounge seating all the way around a dance floor. That's the bar to the left. And back behind there is the restaurant row that you come in from the, the valet uh, and from the parking garage, you go past all those restaurants. So it's right there, good location, kind of a cool location, I think. Um, uh, the type of music, this is the top 40s, this is the 60s, 70s, 80s kind of music, 90s pop, rock, disco, all, all that kind of stuff. And, but the, the bands that play here are fantastic. Great lighting, good vibe, all that kind of stuff. And, and a true story that really uh, gets me to like this place even more. So when we were back in 2003, I mentioned Melissa and I were looking for a house back then, and we stayed at Mandalay Bay one night. 
And after we were done looking for a house, we were sitting there watching a band play. And uh, the drummer, during a break, came and sat by us, and we started to chat him up a little bit and asked him, you know, how did he get the gig? And he said, this is crazy. I, I, I used to live in Minnesota, and a friend of mine asked me to fly in for a week and to sit in on a gig. So I sat in on a gig, and that was about six, eight months ago. This weekend, I'm buying a house. He's like, that, drummers don't buy houses, <laughs> especially drummers in cover bands. And I just thought that was wonderful that you could be a cover band musician and be able to afford to buy a house. Now, one might think to yourself, wait a minute, that was 2003. That was pretty close to when everybody was buying a house with no reason to do so. Yeah, 2003, it wasn't quite that crazy. It was 2004, 2005 when all hell broke loose. So I want to believe that he actually should have bought a house as opposed to was allowed to buy a house. But nonetheless, this guy was on the moon about being able to buy a place and being a drummer for a cover band. And he was probably a drummer for multiple bands, but still, it was, it was, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, so I, I dig that vibe. When it comes to food and beverage, look, this is a strip. This is Mandalay Bay, so you're going to pay strip prices. You're not going to pay $18 like you do at the, at the Dorsey or some other fancy places, but you're going to spend probably 13 to 15 bucks on a drink, probably $8 for a beer or so. But uh, it's, it's a good place. The sound is very good. The lighting is also very good. Talent is fantastic. Um, you're probably not going to sit and chat a lot while the bands are playing. But I really like that place for a, uh, a cover band thing. If we stay in the same property and we go to the next spot, my other favorite place is House of Blues. Here's a picture of House of Blues right there. And what I think about, when I think about House of Blues, I think about it as more of a small concert venue. We'll talk about larger concert venues in a moment here, but for a small concert, this is my favorite place, House of Blues. So for example, I saw Joe Walsh there. Um, I've seen Steel Panther there a couple times and regretted it one time. Uh, Santana plays there. Billy Idol has played there. Led Zeppelin, which is a very popular Led Zeppelin tribute band, uh, plays there. So the, the vibe there is a, a really intimate concert venue, right? So it's not an intimate jazz thing. It's a, it's a concert, as you can see in the photo there. It's reasonable size, but if you look at that photo, it's a little deceptive. That, that seating you see in the top, I'll describe that in a second. Most people don't ever see it. Most people don't really get up there for most of the kinds of concerts that I've been to, at least. So the way the seating works is that first it's layered. So in the beginning, you've got the, the stage and then you can see the floor, the dance floor where everybody's hanging out. And then it's a horseshoe around the dance floor. There's a layer up and there's, you know, bar seating, or I should say, uh, what are those called? Pub, not pub tables. Yeah, kind of pub tables seating that go around in a horseshoe. And then there's another level up beyond that. Some more seating. And then up another level, one more thing is seating in the back, and then you've got standing room only. Can't really see it in that picture, but there's also a bar on all three sides. So on the back, left, and right side. So, but I tell you what, when that place is busy, it's busy, and you're going to wait in line like you would normally do. And my recommendation, actually, is to take advantage of the service. Because besides having great food and very strong drinks, the, the wait staff who are coming to your tables are fantastic. They do not mess around. They're very, very pleasant, very, very nice, and they're quick. You ask for a drink, boom, it's there. Ask for some French, boom, you want some wings, boom, it's there. So if you're on a diet, not great. But if you're hungry or thirsty, it's fantastic. Sound. Sound is very good. It can get pretty loud there. When we saw Steel Panther, 
you couldn't hear anything other than you know, Steel Panther. So if you're hoping to chat with somebody, hey, that song's great. No, no one's going to hear that. But it's loud but not distorted, which is hard to do oftentimes. You get a lot of that distorted sometimes when people aren't quite tuned in to how to dial the room in. That's not a problem. It's loud, uh, but it's clean and clear, and I really, really like that. So what's it cost to go here? Well, it, it really does depend on the, on the act who's playing. But to give you a range of pricing, Led Zeppelin, again, again, that's the Led Zeppelin cover band that's really well known around these here parts. It's 12 bucks. The Dan Band, which is a really funny band, uh, $15 to $60. Deep Purple is playing there. We're one of the greatest rock albums ever, uh, Machine Head uh, by Deep Purple, 99 to $225. And of course, Santana plays there. He's been playing there for years, 99 to $375. So you can absolutely pay a lot of money to go there. Now, I think we were going to go see Billy Idol. And at the time, and it was a last minute decision. I think the tickets were like, I don't know, $200. I'm like, you know, I don't think so. Great place to go, though. All right, let's stay on the strip. Let's keep going. Let's go north a little bit more. We're going to talk about a really a recent discovery of mine for outdoor hanging out, and it's at the park. Now, the park is, you know, Park Avenue is the street that goes between the Park MGM, the new hotel there, and New York, New York. Um, and this place, let me show you where it's at. So this is a picture of being on Park Avenue. You can see New York, New York in the picture there. Um, you can see that restaurant behind it. And then the actual stage I'm talking about is that little, not very tall stage right there. So it backs up to Park Avenue. The vibe here is fantastic. Outdoor, high energy. It's right off the strip. So you can see the strip. You can see people hanging up, hanging down, up and down Park Avenue. Always a lot of people walking behind you. It's kind of neat. Um, the music is what surprised me. I mean, this is an outdoor cover band kind of stuff typically, but I've never seen a bad band there. I've always been uniquely impressed to the point where every band I've seen, I've gone up to them during their break and said, man, you guys are fantastic. You have a card. It's, it's the kind of bands that you see where you go, I want to throw a party just so I can hire these guys to play because they're that good. So I've seen, I forget the name of these bands, like I saw a Stevie Ray guy, Stevie Ray Vaughan guy who fucking crushed it. Sounded great, great guitar player, great voice. And his drummer was amazing, played amazing Prince, and his bass player was fantastic. Oh, it was fantastic. Sublime stuff, I've heard Prince stuff, like I said. It is a great place to hang out outdoors and watch great music. Now, from a food and beverage perspective, now this is an outdoor venue. There is no venue you know, associated to it. So you got to go out and find your own food and drink. Now, when I first went there and thought, this is kind of a cool place. There's a waffle chicken place right, right behind it at Bruxy's or something like that. And I went in there and I got a, a beer and I think it was $12 or something like that. I'm like, well, this is lame. And I was sitting with a guy. I just asked if I could join him. And he did. And he had this, you know, one of those big giant beers. I'm like, well, I wonder where he got that. You know, he asked me to hold his table and he went and got me a beer and he got it from the sundry shop in New York, New York, which is just inside the door, which is right behind where we normally sit. So instead of paying $12 for beer, you're paying, I don't know, what is it, $4, $6, whatever it is. 
Um, but that's the tip, man. Go to the sundry shop, get a giant beer at a fraction of the cost of where you would go elsewhere. By the way, this is a tip that we've been sharing on the network since 2010, 2011. The Ivies in Pub Crawl first said, if you're going to walk around, don't go to the bar, go to the sundry shop, buy a big beer and walk around with that. So that tip still works uh, today. Now, the sound quality there can be a little hit and miss. Uh, it seems to me that sometimes it kind of feels like they use it a bit as a training ground for new sound techs. Um, specifically, lead guitars sometimes get buried, drums, and specifically hi-hat, this thing. Get buried a little bit in the sound. I'm being a drummer that <laughs> I don't much care for that. It's, but it's loud enough, you know, when they get cranking, it's going to be loud where, eh, you can probably talk to each other if you raise your voice. Best part, though, cost, free. You know, I was just roaming by one day when somebody was playing. As a matter of fact, the reason why I knew somebody was playing is when the, when the band is playing, they pump the music all the way up and down Park Avenue. So if you're going towards T-Mobile, for example, you're going to hear them playing, and they're you know, more close or closer to the strip than they are T-Mobile. And that's what drew me, smart, towards where is this music coming from. As a matter of fact, the bands there are so good, a couple times I heard music and thought it was a recording until I walked up on them and see them, you know, saw them playing there. Really, really enjoy that. And speaking of the park, my next favorite place uh, for giant concerts, big concerts, is T-Mobile. It's at the very end of the park. Um, and uh, this is the place to go if you want to see a great concert. Now, there's a lot of big venues here, right? MGM's uh, Grand Garden, Mandalay Bay has a big property as well. Uh, but the truth is, this is the best large concert uh, venue in Las Vegas. And part of the reason has to do with the way the seating works. By the way, here's a picture of Kiss at T-Mobile. We were there recently. You can see it's a pretty good picture, pretty good location. Here's Gene Simmons, who I know. Kind of. I don't think he knows me, but I know him. Here's what's fascinating about this. This is one of the first things we noticed when we went there. And that is the, the angle of the seats is steeper than your typical large venue, your, your typical big concert place. So in other words, whereas these angles aren't correct, but let's say the regular place is a 45-degree angle, seats, you know, seats going behind you. This is a little, a little bit higher. So what that means is the seats at the very far back are closer to the stage than they would be in a regular venue like Grand Garden again. So the seating is much better there. Now, look, if you're in section 204 in the last row, you're still going to be way the hell out there. But it does feel a bit closer uh, than you would get again at Grand Garden or, or Mandalay Bay. I really liked it. We've seen a couple bands there, um, again, most recently Kiss, and we just thought it was a fantastic place. Part of it has to do with the sound. Sound is very good, very tuned in, again, loud, but they've got it figured out, which contrasts, for instance, the Park Theater right across the street. Smaller venue, 5,000 or below, but I've seen a couple bands there. Well, actually, a couple things are problematic. First, they've had... I think they've gotten a little bit better, but for a while they really struggled with the mix. It was kind of muddy, didn't have the clarity, the, the bite that you might expect. Then I've just seen a couple bands that just sucked uh, there as well. Uh, the, the most recent that came to mind is Ricky Martin. It was terrible. Um, we saw Cher there. We were, we were super close, uh, so I, I couldn't really tell you how the sound was in the back. Uh, 
she was a good show, but you know, she's 75 years old. She's not running around doing, you know, Cherokee Nation or well, actually whatever that song was. But she's 75. What is your grandma doing right now? So yeah, it's pretty cool. But T-Mobile is really the place to go. Now, from a cost perspective, ticket prices are whatever ticket prices are. Um, from a food and beverage perspective, it's like anything else. It's a strip property, basically. They're gonna charge, eh, I think, I think drinks are twelve to fourteen dollars. Beers are six to eight dollars. Very similar that you might see otherwise. Otherwise, food is good there. They've got a couple name brand uh, places there uh, to eat, plus just the regular hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, and that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I really like it a lot. All right, let's keep going north on the strip. We'll go to one of my other favorite outdoor locations. Uh, and this is one of the first outdoor locations I became aware of when I moved here. And it's called Carnival Court. And here's a picture of the outside of Carnival Court. And here's a picture on the inside of Carnival Court. If you look at the picture, the band is on the right. And you can see the bar is on the left. Here's what I like about it. First of all, outdoors, open air bar. It's between the link and Harris. So there is a kind of like an outdoor hallway, if you would, between those two properties, and it's right there. So the type of music that you're going to see there, again, top 40, 70s, 80s, new age, the kind of stuff that's very, very danceable. That's kind of their vibe there is dance music. Uh, for example, if you get a chance and you hear of a band called Whippets, as in Whippet Good, go check these guys out. They are fantastic. As a matter of fact, the first time I saw them was over at TI. Um, at uh, Senior Frogs. And uh, they had this kind of German vibe. I actually thought they were a German band who were flown out here to perform German accent, Germany kind of jokes. It was all an act. <laughs> These people were just crazy. Uh, but man, they can play. So what about the vibe? So this is the flare bar in Las Vegas. So all flare bartenders aspire to work at Carnival Court. The guy, I forget the guy's name, is the number one flair bartender in Las Vegas. So if you like flair bartenders and you like Mardi Gras and fun and all that great stuff, this is the bar to go to. Um, big dance floor, seating all around. Again, high top pub kind of tables, a big circle bar behind that. Gambling around there. So if you want to play a little blackjack and, and whip it, whip it good, you can do that as well. So the, the good thing about that place is the location, the outdoor vibe, and the flair bartender, if you like it. Like, for instance, before I moved to Vegas, I thought flair bartending was fantastic. I like to do that. That looks fun. It is fun, unless you're thirsty and you actually want to get a drink. Yeah, yeah. No, I just want a crown and diet. I don't need you to spin the bottle. Just give me the fucking drink. So if you're an impatient drinker, which implies that I might be right there, the flair stuff actually gets old after a while. But if you, if you appreciate a good show, these guys are the shit when it comes to the flair kind of vibe. So the food and beverages there, it's the standard, you know, bar fare. Uh, like I said, patience is required. Cost is, you know, same strippy kind of stuff. I, I don't know if it's associated more with Harris or with the link. It's basically a Harris or a, a Caesars property. So you're going to play, you know, the same kind of money. Music, loud. Well mixed, sounds great, but the good thing about that, it's outdoor, so you're not getting bounced off from walls. It's easy to back off if you want to talk to somebody. Um, no cover. You just walk in, sit right down, baby, let your hair hang down. It's a, it's a really cool place. As a matter of fact, it's the very first place I met anybody 
uh, who were fans of living in Las Vegas. That's how we met Neil and Sarah from, from England. Uh, they, they were coming to our location and they asked if they could buy us a drink. And Sarah's like, we don't even know these people. What are we doing? And Melissa's like, we don't even know these people. What are we doing? I'm like, well, we'll just be in a public place. If they're crazy, we'll get the fuck out. Uh, come to find out, they're the nicest people in the world and we had the best time ever. So Carnival Court. All right. Uh, somebody asked, uh, Mike from the Coop asked from Saddles and Spurs. I don't know anything about that property, Mike, so I can't really speak to it, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, let's go downtown, shall we? A couple places downtown I'm a big fan of. The first place is called Myron's Cabaret Jazz. This is the place to go. Uh, well, first, let me tell you what the location. It's downtown, south of Fremont. Take the Charleston off-ramp of uh, I-15. It's on the east side of the 15th. This is the place that the top-notch musicians hang out. They're top of their game, the best of the best. So Clint Holmes, uh, John had mentioned that he saw Clint there. Uh, Dave Perico and his pop orchestra, they play there. Frankie Moreno, uh, Michael Grimm, who won America's Got Talent, plays there quite often. Herb Albert is coming to, coming to the place. Ben Vereen is coming to this place. It is fantastic. Now, all of Smith Center has this kind of Art Deco Roaring Twenties vibe. Here's a picture of the property uh, with the lights on. And it completely doesn't do it justice other than you can see it's very, very clean and, and nicely done. But the magic happens when the lights turn off. Now, this actually happens to be when we were there shooting a, a show. But it, it, it's just gorgeous in there. Beautiful in there. This is a good picture of the stage. You can see the logo for the property behind it. Here's my, my take on this property. It is absolutely beautiful. It is my favorite live music venue in all of Las Vegas. It's it. It's the place that you want to go for the hot date. You want to impress your date, whether it's your husband, your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, your asexual, it, you know, them, whatever it is. If you want to impress somebody in a very nice night out with top-notch musicians, whoever's playing there is going to be very good at what they do. You want to go to Cabaret Jazz, Myron's Cabaret Jazz. It's basically the Yoshis of Las Vegas. Yoshis is a world-famous jazz club in Oakland. It's the shit where, when it comes to jazz. Um, but this is much nicer looking. Uh, it doesn't have as good of food. Yoshis has got great food. But this is a place where, as a matter of fact, a lot of people who play Yoshis also play at Cabaret Jazz. Now, what does it cost uh, for food and beverages? Eh, you're going to spend 12 bucks for a cocktail. So it's kind of, you know, in the middle of the Las Vegas strip drinky things. You'll pay six bucks for a beer. From a food perspective, 18 bucks for a, a charcuterie kind of thing. You know, that's, and they're kind of into the mixed meats and cheese and fruits or vegetables, actually fruits as well, for, you know, 18 bucks that you can nosh on while you're, you're watching this stuff. You're not going to get uh, wings <laughs> at, at Cabaret Jazz. Uh, and when it comes to sound, this venue has the best sound in Las Vegas. It's part of the reason why I like it so much. And the reason it has great sound is because of the two Kevins. Huh? They have two guys named Kevin who work sound. So the first Kevin works the sound for the stage. They actually dedicate one person whose singular job 
is to make sure that the sound sounds good for the musicians. That in and of itself tells you how important sound is to these guys. We're going to dedicate a guy. We're going to pay a guy just to make sure the mix on the stage is good for all the people. And by the way, that's complex. The sound for the rest of us is from another Kevin. Now, this Kevin is fascinating. He's a British guy, and he's, you know, he's the great British guy. Every other word, he swears. He seems like he's kind of pissed off at the world all the time. Uh, he used to be the sound guy for Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath. So you would expect that, A, he can't hear anymore, and he kind of wants to rock. Nope. I've seen him do sound for solo guitarists, for singer-songwriters, piano, bass, drum guys, and 25-piece bands. And he has crushed every one of them. And besides just listening to it in the room, I oftentimes get his feed for Livestream Las Vegas. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. This is the place to go for the hot date. From a pricing perspective, you can expect to pay between $20 and $50 for a ticket. Again, it kind of depends on, on who it is and, and what they're doing. But $20 to 50 bucks for the best jazz room, uh, the best, actually any kind of room for music, and holds about 220 or so seats, by the way. Um, great seating on the, on the ground floor. You know, I've, I've read that there's not a bad seat in the house. Well, you know, if you're sitting close to the stage, it's not a bad seat in the house. If you're in the very back on the ground floor, it's a little harder to see. There's also a mezzanine all the way around. Good views there. Actually, we shoot all of our shows from the mezzanine, from the back of the mezzanine. So it's, it's, it's fantastic. I would highly recommend, clearly, uh, this location. And speaking of downtown, I've always liked this place. This is one of my favorite places, and it's Fremont Street Experience. You know, this is, to me, party central when it comes to live music. Some of the best bands in Las Vegas aspire to work there. Why? Because A, they pay well, um, and the exposure is significant. I mean, what do you think about being able to play in front of a worldwide audience of two, three, four, five thousand people on a given night? That's pretty cool. So you're gonna see bands like Zoe Bowie, Chris Phillips, who we've had on the show who I think is among the best musicians, best performers in all of Las Vegas. He plays there weekly. Um, lots of really strong tribute bands in there, but also bands that you have heard of. I've seen Cheap Trick there a couple times. As a matter of fact, Cheap Trick is coming back there this year. Um, I've seen Dee Snyder from uh, Twisted Sister. Super nice guy, by the way. I saw Rat. They were terrible. I saw Sebastian Bach. Uh, Sebastian Bach. Or Sebastian Bach. Uh, he was fantastic. So what's the vibe? We all know the vibe there. This is high energy, party central. There are three stages at Fremont Street Experience. The first stage is Main Street. So that's the stage that backs up to basically the plaza right by Golden Gate. It's kind of like the starter stage. Then there's the first street stage and the third street stage. The third street stage tends to have the headliners, especially if there are multiple people playing. For example, Sebastian Bach or Sebastian Bach was in the first street stage. Rat was on the third. They should have shifted. But if they're doing their concert series, like it's just begun now, I believe, all the bands that you see uh, listed on their website or on their Facebook page, they're all playing on the Third Street stage, which is right next to the D. Uh, just such a great place. By the way, uh, Rat just shouldn't have been there. 
Uh, what's the uh, food and beverage deal there? Okay, so there's obviously not any food and beverages being served there, but you're surrounded by bars and restaurants and all kinds of things there. So getting a drink there is not hard. Now, you can't walk around with a bottle anymore, but you haven't been able to do that for years. So you got to get a plastic cup or, or, or whatever, but eh, so what? Live with it. Um, lots of places to go, lots of places to buy. Hell, the D has an outdoor bar right next to it, and there's a bunch of other outdoor bars happening as well. From a sound perspective, it's loud. It's pretty loud, if you're, especially if you're right in front of it, but it's easy to get quieter and just back up. So, for example, after we watched Sebastian Bach over on the First Street stage, we moseyed on over to see Rat on the Third Street stage, and it was packed probably 5,000 or so people there. And we were in the very back and we watched the first three uh, songs or so. And it wasn't so loud that I couldn't gracefully lean to Melissa and go, um, I think we've seen enough. Let's go. And we didn't disturb anybody when we did that. So eh, I liked it. And what's it cost to get in there? It's the best price of all. It's completely free. And then finally, let's go to the suburbs, my friend. Let's go over to the west side and head over to the most difficult to pronounce venue in all of Las Vegas. It's called Counts Vamped. Counts as in the possessive count. Counts Vamped. V-A-M-P apostrophe D. Counts Vamped. Easily the quintessential rock and roll location here in Las Vegas. Hard rock, no waiting. What kind of bands are playing there? Y&T is played there. L.A. Guns is played there. The drummer from Guns N' Roses band is played there. Uh, the Pat Travers band, Boom Boom Out Go the Lights, he's played there. Fasty P Pussycat. And basically every ACDC cover band uh, in Las Vegas plays there. And by the way, the best name of a cover band is called Thigh Voltage. Thigh Voltage. It's an all-female ACDC band. Pretty cool, right? So the vibe there is a really nice biker bar kind of thing. Um, I actually met a guy with assless chaps at this place. If you can see in the picture there, if you look at the lights, they're drum sets that have been flipped over and lit. Pretty cool. I really like that a lot. Uh, great place for rock bands to go. Now, from a food and beverage perspective, great bar food, super strong drinks, and usually really good service. So I really like this place a lot for live bands. I've seen a couple. I've seen, I've probably been there Six, eight times. Um, the music there is loud. It is really loud. Not distorted loud, just loud. So if you're hoping to talk to your, your table mate, it's not going to happen unless you go in the bar. So this venue here, what you're seeing is a picture of the main venue. Let me see where the angle of this is. Let me see if I'm getting it right. Yeah. Behind that picture, there's a bar, and the bar is glassed off from the main venue. So you can sit in the bar, see the music, hear the music, but still be able to talk to whoever you're hanging out with, which is pretty cool. Uh, the cost, usually free, usually no cover whatsoever. It kind of depends on the band, so I'm going to guess if you're watching Y&T or the Pat Travers band, eh, you're probably going to end up paying for it. Uh, but uh, usually we've gotten in there at uh, no cost at all. So that's it. Those are my favorite live venues in Las Vegas. Go to all of them. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. And while you're at it, why don't you have a drink on me? All right, 
time for Have a Drink on me. It's part of the show where I show you a picture of a bar or a lounge or a speakeasy, but never a club because I'm too old to get into those. I show you that picture, and then you send in a guest to tell me what that picture is or where that picture is, and you send that guest to, there it is, Have a Drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, Have a Drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Now, there's a number of ways that you can possibly win. Here's how you get your name in the hat. One, you send me the correct answer to have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. The second way you can get your name in the hat is that uh, get yourself in the live chat. If you're in the live chat while we're doing this segment right now and I pull your name out because you've gave me a name, pff, I'm going to put you there in again. That's eh, pretty cool. Hey, if you send a video guess, I'm going to put your name in there again. If you're the very first correct answer, I'm going to put your name in the hat again. And if you send us a video intro to the whole show as well, I'm going to put your name in the hat again. Five chances to get on in there. That, my friends, is magical. We are very, very kind. Now, what can you win? Well, hell, let's have Pops tell you. Let me tell you what you can win this week. This week's Lucky Haddam winner can choose any one of three amazing Scott Whitney guitar CDs. Chris Macoustic 1, Chris Macoustic 2, or Gajazathon. Proudly displayed here by Bob, undisputed king of the video Haddam entry. Or you can choose the comfortable and stylish Vegas Video Network visor like these lucky winners. Available in the standard black and sometimes in the rare hard-to-find red, popular with the ladies and the Russians. Or you can choose the premium prize package. Or Donald Trump. Next time you're going to be in Vegas, you can arrange an evening of sophistication and class with the man himself, the guru of all things Vegas, Scott Whitney. Hey. Well, okay, at least drinks laughs and some priceless conversation. Send your entry into Have a Drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com VegasVideoNetwork.com Thank you. Alright. Now, there is one piece that Pops left out and that is the magical aspect of one of these gifts. Yes, the music is magical. Having a drink with me I think is kind of a nice thing as well, but the real magic is right here. It's these visors. As I mentioned, it's black like my heart. We have a couple of red ones, I think, but black's the one that you really want. But here's what you really want to do if you win this. You take this guy, put it on your head, you take a picture, and you send that picture to your buddy, Scott. I look at that picture, I marvel at your beauty, at your features, or chiseled. You don't have a bad side, they're all good sides. I take that and I place it in a group. A group, you say? <laughs> yeah, it's a group. Well, what do you mean a group? Well, let me just tell you, I'm going to put you in a group that's known as the Galaxy of Gods. There's Gregor and then there's Bill and Mr. Testy and Sam, Ozzy and Steve and Michael and Robert and Rosie. And then I think that's Michael again. What are you doing there? There's Binky and Bud and Alan and Aaron who are used and Bob and Bob's wife. There's Danny, welcome back, and Shan, not Sean, but wait, there is more. There's Craig, Glenn in New York, Jimmy and Rob and Ken, who's in Hawaii, and Stuart, who appears to be in Russia, but wait, there's Christina, who's all baby soft because of my music, and Don and Jackie, there's Mike, and Pops, and Sammy, and then there's Carol Dog. Carol Dog and Chris, who might still be in my backyard. And then there's Brett, your buddy Scott, 
and Wayne. Let's not forget our good buddy, Brad. Okay. Let's see what we have there. Last week, we had uh, this as your have a drink. There it is. And the hints were a person that, that uh, a person or thing that precipitates an event. If you have flair, you'll like this place where Vin A performs, and it's a substance that enables a chemical reaction to proceed at a usually faster rate than otherwise possible. The name of the bar is Catalyst Bar at the link. Congratulations for those who've got it. We got uh, 11 out of 11. This was harder than uh, most of ours. Let's see what we've got here. Our first one <clears throat> is Binky. Oh, wait a minute. I believe she won last episode, which means she is bad. Tomahawk say no. Bad, Tomahawk, bad, Tomahawk say no. You're killing, She's you're being greedy. Smoke. She's trying to get stuff. Money, money, money. No, no, no. Bad Binky. Bad Binky. You know better than that. Bad Binky. By the way, I haven't heard from you, Binky. I sent you an email. Ask you what you wanted. Maybe you didn't get the email because there was a bad juju thing going on. That's the lesson that we're going to learn, aren't we? Okay. So she was number one under false pretenses. Our number one winner. Again, she's back. It's Ozzy Deb. One for the correct answer. One for being the first in. And one for being in the live chat. So we've got three entries in the hat. All of them are Ozzy Debs. How about that? And Binky says in the live chat, yes, it is. I'm a greedy bastard. I think the first thing to recovery is knowing who you are, accepting what you are. I think that's one of the first steps, one of 12, I guess. Uh, we've got Bill. Bill, Bill, 98036. Bill, Bill, 98036. Who happens to be in the live chat. So one for the correct answer. And one for being in the live chat. Way to go, Bill. Got a boy. Everybody's taking advantage. Gary Romberg, also known as Mr. Testy. He gets one for the correct answer. Boink. He also gets one for being in the, wait for it, live chat. Boink. And we continue. We've got Sam Jackson, also known as Sam the Wrench. One for the correct answer. And look at that, Sam the Wrench is in the live chat. These guys are getting it. It's none of this onesie bullshit. They're like, hey. I want as many opportunities as I can possibly get. Let's continue on. We've got Dale, also known as Blackjack Bolin, which is, uh, that'd be a good gunslinger name. Oh my God, it's, it's Blackjack Bolin. We've got Mike Beatty, one for the correct answer. We've got Mike from the Cove, Vancouver, one for the correct answer. Mike's in the live chat. He gets one for being in the live chat. A do -si do for the Mikey Woe. I'm a poet, but I don't know it. We've got Richard, also known as Faze Jitta, a one for the correct answer, a one for being in the live chat. I'm telling you, this live chat thing, it's the bomb, bomb diggity. We've got Terry Regnier, I think is how you pronounce it, also known as Huron Design, one for the correct answer, and one for being in the live chat. Boom. Boom. And then finally, we got Pops. Let's get Pops up there. Bump, bump, bump with his entry. Pops, take it away. Hey, kids. Happy to see y'all. This week's correct Adam answer is Catalyst at the link. 
what can I say? It's highly visible. It'd be a great place to meet people. You get a big group out to checking out the link promenade. You say, hey, meet me back at Catalyst at you know, 3.30 or whatever. Uh, it's a flare bar. Uh, you know, we've got the bartenders that juggle. Uh, if you can get past the fact that you could have bought two bottles of Jack Daniels for what you just paid for that one drink. Easy. It might be a good place to go hang out. I don't really know. You know, Pops, you know, you got to have some food. you got to have some action. you got to have something more exciting than jugglers if you're going to get my attention. But I'm not going to knock it. Catalyst at the link. Part of the Vegas experience. See ya. Thank you, Pops. One for the correct answer, one for being in the live chat, and one for that video entry. Now, if you listen carefully to Pop's email, or his, his video right there, he said that he was super happy to see you. Why is that? Let me explain. Dear Scott, this week's correct Adam answer is Catalyst at the link. He continues. <clears throat> I fired off the email about Vinay's show from my hospital bed last Tuesday, <clears throat> After being taken to the ER Monday and for what I thought was a heart attack, it turns out that my heart was fine, but struggling to keep pumping with enough blood. Now, he then goes on to explain all of it. I probably won't go into all the details here, but basically, he's fine. And the reason why he looks so happy there is because he's completely drugged up on morphine. Uh, so, happy to hear that Pops is okay. Um, and uh, I will tell you, do I have time? Eh, eh. Vinay started a new show on the network and we got, it was like 100% good news. Everybody loved it except for Pops. He sent this screed of an email where he was pissed off that they were trashing Trump. He was hysterically angry. Um, I'm not sure he watched the whole thing, um, but uh, I emailed him and said, can I read this email on the, uh, on the air? Because it's fantastic. And uh, on his show, on Vin's show, he said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But he's okay. Uh, according to, to what Pops wrote me uh, here later on. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, I got a stomach ulcer, all kinds of nasty shit. Anyways, glad that you're feeling better, Pops. All right, let's see who wins. Wrap this thing up. I get to do post-production today because of this, because I fucked up. Ugh. It's a good thing you don't have to be smart to run your own company. It's a good thing you don't have to be smart to run your own company. All right, there we go. And our winner is Let's try. Oh, it's actually he, this person who won said, "Let's try to be first." He was 1 minute behind. He is in the live chat though, so he got a double entry. Congratulations, Bill 98036. Exciting. Okay, let's look at this week's have a drink on me, shall we? Dun, 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 dun. Oop, there it is. All right. Here are your hints. Hit number one. It's a bar focused on cosplay. Cosplay? How do you spell that? C O or pronounce that? Cosplay. Cosplay? C-O-S-P-L-A-Y. I'm gonna call it cosplay. It's a bar that's focused on cosplay. I think it's cosplay. Of all types. It's a bar that's focused on cosplay, cosplay of all types. Hit number two. It got part of its name. From a Falcon-like spacecraft. Hmm. It got part of its name from a Falcon-like spacecraft. And hit number three. Another part of its name is used to refer to a subculture composed of fans characterized by a feeling of empathy and camaraderie with others who share a common interest. 
Hit number three, another part of its name is used to refer to a subculture composed of fans characterized by a feeling of empathy and camaraderie with others who share a common interest. If you know the name of this here place, send it off to have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Again, have a drink at VegasVideoNetwork.com. Oh, not that one. Enough. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for playing along. Again, if you want to check us out or send us an email, we would love for you to do that. You can do that by sending an email to HonorQ at livinginlv.com. Again, HonorQ at livinginlv.com. You can send us a voicemail if you like. We would like that because we like your dulcet tones. You just go to our Vegas Video Network website, click on that little orange tab on the right, and click that little button that says Start Recording. And because you have a microphone attached to your computer, you get to do that. Ruby. We're on all the social media stuff, so like us or follow us or whatever it is. Uh, iTunes, we're on that, both audio and video. Give us a five-star review if you're checking us out on the iTunes. YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Share us with your friends. We're on the Roku, over 80,000 accounts installed. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Chromecast, Apple, Google Fire TV, Google Play, um, and, of course, the Vegas Video Network website as well. Thanks, everybody, for playing along. We will see you guys next time on the Vegas Video Network. Take care, everybody.